Hello. We are excited that you have decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku under the Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street, Bergaw, North Carolina, 28425, every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to give a donation, you can go to our website and click the donation button at www.mtdm.org. On tonight, and Father, I thank you that I have been, we have been crucified with Christ. For it's no longer us who live, but it's Christ who lives on the inside of us. And tonight, God, you shall get all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to go back over what we went over the last time that we were together. And I was talking about um, being born again. And I pray that as we go over the word of God and we get into the word, that you go back through the word and ask the Holy Spirit to give you understanding and to give you spiritual insight. The more understanding that you get of the word of God, that's when that root with the seed that's coming from the word of God is deeply rooted. And if that seed is deeply rooted, which is the word of God, it's not easy for the devil to come in and snatch that word. So doing um, discipleship, what we're learning um, as being disciples, disciples, followers of Jesus Christ, it's letting us know who we are, and it's also letting us know what we have now that, um, you know, we are born again. So let's look at John, the third chapter, again, beginning at verse 1. And let's hear what Nicodemus was asking Jesus, and we're going to look at how Jesus answered Nicodemus. John 3, 1 says, I'm reading out the Amplified Bible, the classic edition. Now there was a certain man among the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler, a leader, an authority among the Jews. So we see that Nicodemus, he was a Pharisee. He was among the Jews. He was a leader who came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know and are certain that you have come from God as a teacher for no one can do these signs, these wonderful works, these miracles and produce the proof that you do unless God is with him. So the first thing that we notice about Nicodemus, he came to Jesus by night. And how many of y'all know that people that see what God is doing, they, they creep out at night or they'll creep out at times where people won't see them or know where they're going to get what they're getting. We see a lot of that, right? We see trolls all over the place. Some of us might be trolls all on Facebook trolling somebody out to see what they're doing next, right? We can just say, yeah, we're guilty like that sometimes. Everybody just say, I'm guilty. Anyway, so Nicodemus, he came at night, and when he came, he told Jesus, he said, I know that you come from God as a teacher. 
He recognized the authority that Jesus had. He recognized how Jesus taught and and the teaching that Jesus did was different from the way they taught. But then he began to say, no one can do these signs, produce these miracles that you do unless God is with him. So he knew that God was with Jesus. So he was basically asking Jesus a question. And this is how Jesus answered. Because the next verse said, Jesus answered him. I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you that unless a person is born again, a new from above, he cannot ever see, know, be acquainted with, and experience the kingdom of God. So Jesus let him know the reason why I do what I do is because of the kingdom. And the only way that you can see this kingdom or enter this kingdom is through being born again. So that's what I'm talking about is being born again. When I went over that word being born again, that word actually means born from above, born anew, spiritual transformation, new birth. You may hear some of these terms, born from above, born anew, spiritual transformation, new birth. And the reason you have to be born anew, born from above, having a spiritual transformation, a new birth, is because this is a spiritual thing, not a natural thing. So Jesus was letting them know the only way you can be acquainted with, to know about the kingdom, to come in a, um, to be acquainted with, to know about the kingdom, to experience in the kingdom, you must be born again. So we're going to get into that, but let me finish what Jesus Nicodemus said to him. How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter his mother's womb again and be born? So Nicodemus is talking natural. Jesus is talking spiritual. So there's a difference between spiritual and natural. When you become born again, you look at things spiritually. You don't look at things naturally anymore. You always look at spiritual. And the only way you will be able to come acquainted with spiritual things is through the word of God. So when you become born again, you don't look in the natural for anything. You look in the spirit for everything because you are a spiritual being. So he began to say, Jesus answered again. I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you, unless a man is born of water and even of the spirit, he cannot ever enter the kingdom of God. So Jesus was telling him, this is the only way you can see the kingdom. See the kingdom means that you have to come acquainted with it. It's you have to be born again. You can't even enter the kingdom unless you're born again. So he's talking about in a spiritual sense. So when we look at that, we go look at 1 Corinthians six seventeen, And 1 Corinthians six seventeen tell us, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So in order to be joined to the Lord, you to become one with him is in the spirit. You are a three-part being, spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit is the real you. That's the part of you that got born again. Your soul did not get born again. 
So this is why the Bible tells us that we have to renew our minds. We have to be transformed and changed by the renewing of our mind. And that's when we connect with the new you, which is in your spirit. So you got to see yourself for who you are, a spiritual being. When we go back to Genesis and Genesis chapter one, verse 26, when God said, let us make man in our own image and in our likeness. So we know that God was talking to the father, the son and the Holy spirit. God is a spiritual being. He's a spirit. So a spirit is what you cannot see. So being that he is a spirit, he said, we're going to make man in our image and our likeness. It's going to start in the spirit. We're going to have his likeness. We're going to have his characteristics. So this is the born again experience here. It starts in your spirit. So when people look at you, a person will look at you. And the only way that they know that you are born again is the way you carry yourself. It's your characteristics, your attributes. You know, they're going to see a change. They're going to see a difference because you're not the same person no more. You may look the same, but they know it's something different about you that they haven't saw before. So God created us as spiritual beings. But later on, God recognized. He said they are spiritual beings, but I need a body. I need a body to um, work what I have created. I need a body to um, live in this garden. So what God did, he formed that body from the dust of what? The ground. And he blew his breath into the nostrils of that body. That was the breath of life. That was the life of God. That was the spirit of God that went into that body and man became a living soul. So you have spirit, soul, and body. So the part of that man that was made new was the spirit part of him. And that spirit is connected with that soul. And that soul, when it is renewed, informs that body. And that body is carried out the things of God the way God want them to be carried out. So to be born again is you're born from above you joined unto the Lord you are a new spirit with him and the Lord was giving me this illustration you know how when a husband and wife come together as one and I'm going right back into the garden of Eden when um look at Teresa smiling because she's already in the garden of Eden before I even get there see that's the good thing right there girl that's the good thing when you can imagine what I'm saying that's when it becomes reality So when you look at that one man that was in that garden that God created, he created one man, but inside that one man was every human being, every human race. So woman was already in that man. Everything that God needed was in that man. But that one man was one man, but it had many inside that one man, right? So what God had to do, he had to have a companion for Adam. So what did he do? He put that man as headship in that garden. This is where headship come from. He made that man head over that garden. Meaning that when he gave that man that wife, by him being headship, everything that God shared with Adam, he would share with his wife. But both of them had the right to rule and reign over the earth. Both of them had the same right. So after Eve came, y'all know he came... She came from the rib 
of Adam. And when she came, he said, this is flesh of my flesh. This is bone of my bone. He's going to leave mother and father and he's going to cleave unto his wife. So they are joined. They're actually one because that woman come from man. So by them being one, everything that Adam had, Eve had. Everything that Eve had, Adam had. Because they were one, they were joined. Where am I going? But he who is joined unto the Lord is one spirit with him. I'll give you an example. Brother Willie and Sister Denise, they are husband and wife. Brother Willie can go in Africa and leave Sister Denise here. And I hear Sister Denise, he ain't going to Africa. He can leave Sister Denise here and go to Africa. And I don't care if he's in Africa. She can use whatever he have because she's his wife. Because everything he has, she has. Only thing she got to go do is go to the bank and draw it out. And he can stay in Africa. Because they're one. So whatever belonged to him, belonged to her. Whatever belonged to her, belonged to him. That is oneness. That's why when you get married, you don't have she money and he money. It's our money. Now, if you want to call it she and he money, that's okay. But when I need it, it's mine. Y'all get that? Call it whatever you want. But when you are one, whatever belonged to one, belonged to the other. So women quit hiding this she money. Men quit hiding this he money. And when either one need it, they should be able to get it. That's how it's supposed to work. And if you're not doing it that way, you're not coming together. So we're joined unto the Lord. That means that the spirit of God, before I get ahead of myself, I don't want to get ahead of myself because it just gets gooder and gooder. <laughs> so we're joined unto the Lord. We're one spirit with him. Whatever he has, we have. And everything my father has is good. So I got a bunch of goodness. I got a bunch of love. I got a bunch of faith. I got a bunch of long suffering, suffering, gentleness, peace. I got all of the fruit on the inside of my spirit. I got all the gifts of the spirit. I got the life of God, the power of God. On the inside of me because I made a connection with my father through the spirit. That is the life of God. So we are one. So when you're born of God, come on, you got a father who can. You got a father that's full of everything that you will ever need. It's already in you. So Philippians 3.20 tells us. For our citizenship, y'all, is in heaven. For from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our citizenship is in heaven. Guess what? Now that we're born again, born from above, born from anew, had a spiritual transformation, had a new birth. Guess what? I'm a citizen of the kingdom. And guess what, Teresa Waddell? My daddy got to take care of me. Because I'm a citizen of the kingdom. So he has to take care of me because I'm a part of him. I'm a part of the kingdom. Everything that I need, only thing I got to do is go into the word of God and know what daddy gave me and just receive it by faith. Isn't that awesome? Because you are born again. You are born from above. So everything that your father has, you already have. 
because you're born of God. Come on, that's why you got to get to know him. That's why you got to get acquainted with where you're from. If you're from above, if you're from God's kingdom, you want to know the benefits in that kingdom. You want to know everything you have that comes from that kingdom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. You want to find out what you have and you want to start using what you have. You don't have to wait on it because he's already given it to you because you were born again. Then we look at another verse of scripture, John 1, 12 through 13. It says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. So all of us are children of God. We're sons to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Remember when Nicodemus said, do I go back in my mother's womb a second time? No. You are born, your birth is not coming from man's blood. Your birth is coming from God. This is a spiritual birth. So you have to really see yourself for who you are now that you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You are born from above. So when you go out, your walk should be different. Your talk should be different. And he gave me another example. God was telling me, I'll, I'll use Brother Willie, for instance. I used him before. He promised, oh, Lord. If Brother Willie went to Africa, and he went to Africa to check out Africa to see if that's where they were going to move. Sister Nisa saying, the devil is a lie. <laughs> Seeing where they're going to, I'm just answering you before you say anything. I'm using it for an example. I'm not sending y'all to Africa. Anyway, Brother Willie go over there and he find out all about Africa and the, the part that they're going to move in. Let's say Brother Willie tell his wife, okay, we're moving to Africa and she's in agreement. At that point, their citizenship changes. They have to get to know the ways of Africa. They got to know how they live. They have to have change of address, change of everything because they have to learn the way of wherever they're going, right? It's just like us. When we get born again, all of us were so used to a natural birth. We were so used to our earthly father, our earthly mother, the way they did things, the way they carried out things. We didn't even check to see if it was wrong or right. If that's the way they brought us up, if they brought us up cussing, we just started cussing. If they brought us up stealing, we just started stealing. If they brought us up drinking, that's what we do. If they brought us up partying, that's what we used to. Come on, somebody say amen. The way your parents brought you up, you thinking it's okay and that's the way you live right until you find out that ain't God's way this is why you got to hear the good news and some people I'm hearing and my, my mom and dad ain't bring me up that way I'm using it as an example some of us was brought up in a good way some of us was brought up and not so a good way but some of us was brought up and we thought that was a good way right we thought that was the way to go until we accepted Jesus and when we accepted him, when we got born again, when we got saved, we went into the word of God and we found out, Najina, that we had a new identity. We found out that we were joined unto him and we were one spirit with him. 
we found out that we were totally different. And when we found out that we had a new identity, that we were new crea- a new creation in Christ Jesus, it was no longer us who live, but Christ who live in us because we've been crucified. We start acting different. Matter of fact, Najina, we started acting stuck up. What I mean by stuck up, that's what they call you. When your life begin to change and you ain't talking the same, you ain't walking the same, you ain't going to the same places. Now you stuck up and nobody want to have nothing to do with you because you think you are know everything and yet you don't know nothing. But yet they want the life that you live in because they're seeing you prospering. They're seeing you healed. They're seeing you full of joy. They're seeing you full of peace. Even in the midst of turmoil, you still have joy because you know the joy the Lord is my strength so they're mad because they're saying no matter what I do she remains the same and they'll say Najina how how are you remaining the same with all of this chaos around you because you're gonna say I got born anew I got uh, reacquainted to my father which is in heaven And when I got acquainted to him and I got to know him, things in my life just began to change like they have never changed before. I got a new walk. I got a new talk. I got a new attitude because the Bible said, let this attitude be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. It says, let this mind, but it means let this attitude. So my attitude have shifted And the only thing you see now is light. You don't see no darkness. Why? Because I've been born anew. I've been born from above. I have had a spiritual transformation. Come on, I had a new birth. So see, this is why you need to know who you are now that you're in Christ. Because some of us are trying to get things that we already got. But we don't know we have them because we're not in the word of God to know what was given to us from our father. So when you go to your father and you begging, Lord, I need money. Lord, I need this and that and the third. And he's saying, I have given you everything that you need. He said, my son already paid the price. So when we know these things, we can live according to what we know. But when we don't know these things, we're we're living according to the world. When the gas prices go up, we're afraid to go to the gas pump. Oh, Lord, ain't he going to fill up my tank no more? Oh, Lord, I can't go to church every Sunday now because I got to keep my gas in my tank to go to work. Are you a kingdom citizen or what? Because he said, I shall supply all of your needs according to my riches in where glory through who through Christ he done paid for all those needs no matter how high the gas prices get pump your gas because you're going to have more than enough you're not going to be in lack because guess what you a kingdom citizen and my citizens will not lack not in one area so you got to trust me you walk by faith and not by sight because you're born from above when you're born from above you don't look at the things naturally you look at things spiritually and you speak those things that be not as though they were because you are born anew do some of us know we're born anew Are y'all waiting to get more, to do more? Then you don't know you're a citizen. 
Because whatever God tells you to do, God is not going to tell you to do it when you got it. God's going to tell you to do it when ain't nothing in the bank. That's how my God works. If you wait no money to do something God told you to do, then you might as well don't do it. But if you trust in God and God is telling you, just go ahead and do it, and you walk in by faith, God already made provision before you even did it. Come on, it's all in the Bible. Come on, look at, who was it? Um, Elijah. When he told Elijah there was going to be a famine, he had Elijah to announce the famine. Elijah announced the famine, and guess what happened? He told Elijah, now you go by this brook, and I want you to wait by this brook, and a raven is going to come feed you. Come on, how many of us, if God told us it's going to be a famine, now I want you to wait by this brook, and I'm going to send a raven to feed you. The first thing we say, the devil is a lie. I ain't eating out from no bird. But Elijah didn't say that. He trusted God, and the raven fed him. Then when the brook dried up, God told him, okay, now I want you to go to this widow. And this widow, I want you, she's going to sustain you there. Come on now, that's kingdom. God's going to take care of his people. When he brought them out of Egypt, because they was trusting God, their shoes didn't wear out, the clothes didn't get old, he bought water from a rock, he bought bread from heaven. Come on, that's God. Because They represented the king of kings and the Lord of lords and God was going to get the glory through them. So do you think God was going to let them people go hungry? No, he wasn't. He said, if I feed the birds, don't you know you better than the birds? I ain't seen no birds scared to come out the sky to say, oh Lord, I'm going to starve. I ain't coming out the sky. He just laying and no provision is right there for him. But how many of us church folks, we get afraid when things don't look right, when the money don't look right, when the money began to be depleted, we're trying to think of something else to make more. Come on. Come on, who has it? When the bank account is looking like it got a lot of money in it, we smiling. We happy. But then when something pop up and drain it, We're like, oh, Lord, what am I going to do? You are a kingdom citizen. God takes care of kingdom citizens. You are born again. You're born from above. You're born anew. You had a spiritual transformation. Do you think that God is going to be made ashamed of? I don't. So, here go another scripture. I gave you 1 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We are in Christ because we are born again. Why do we need to be born again? Y'all know what happened in that garden? Adam and Eve, they spirit, soul, and body, everything about them was good. When they began to be disobedient, Eve got deceived from the serpent. She began to eat the fruit God said not to eat. And then sin came into the world. And and through sin came what? Death. And death passed upon all men because of one man, which was Adam. So it had to be dealt with. And we know how it was dealt with through Jesus Christ. But it says in Ephesians 2.1, And you, he made alive, 
who were dead in trespasses and sin. So we were made alive. We was quickened, made alive. So our, the spirit in us was dead. And this is why you have a lot of people that have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They're walking around here as dead women and men. Yet though they're breathing, they are dead. That spirit in them need to be made alive. It need to be quickened. The only way it can be made alive and quickened is through hearing the good news concerning the kingdom of God. And once they hear the good news concerning the kingdom, faith come by hearing. Hearing comes by the word of God. And then the Holy Spirit come in. God has given you even the faith to believe what that message is being presented to you. He's given you the faith to believe that message. So then the next thing is Ephesians 2, 5. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. So it was God's grace that saved us, but it's through faith. For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, Ephesians 2, 8. So we got to understand we were dead out. The spirit in us was dead. And that spirit had to be made alive, had to be made anew. It had to have a new birth. It had to have a spiritual transformation. And that came through accepting the message that Jesus brought unto us concerning the kingdom. And the only way you could get in that kingdom is through Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can go to the father except what? By me. John 14, 6. So we have to understand that the only way to the Father is through Jesus. And that's through accepting his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Ephesians 4, 18 said, They do not understand, are darkened in their minds, their understanding, and they are separated, alienated from the life God gives or God has. Because of their ignorance and because of their stubbornness and their minds are closed, the stubbornness of their heart and mind. So when you do not have the spirit of God, when you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, your understanding is darkened. You're not going to understand the things of God. That's why we need the spirit of God. That's why we need to be born of God. This is how we can communicate with God. This is how we can know the things that are freely given to us by God. But if you have not been born again, you're not going to understand the things of God. And the Bible says here, they do not understand. It says they are darkened in their minds, their understanding, and they are separated, alienated from the life of God. So a a person that's not born again, they are alienated from the life of God. Ephesians 2, 3. It said, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as others. So before we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we were by nature Children of wrath, just as others. We did not have the spirit of God. And being that we did not have the spirit of God, we could not communicate with God. We could not receive the things that God has already provided for us. 
because we did not have God's nature. And we know how does the new birth come? By having faith in Jesus, how he paid the penalty for sin and his death on the cross. So the only way we can be born again is by accepting Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. So when people ask you, are you born again? You need to understand what they're saying. People use that term loosely. We need to understand that Jesus did not talk about being born again as much as he talked about the kingdom of God. Being born again is what gets you in that kingdom. But his message was not about being born again. Matter of fact, born again was mentioned three times. And I believe another place it was being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed, which is the word of God. And I'm going to find the other scripture. But it was mentioned three times. Three. So his message was not on being born again. Jesus' message was the good news concerning the kingdom of God. The first thing Jesus said was repent. That means have a change of mind. For the kingdom of God has come near you. Or the kingdom of God is at hand. John the Baptist had the same message. Repent. He didn't say nothing about born again. So we got to understand the message was about the kingdom. And the only way you can see it or enter it is through being born again. That's the difference. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And that's all, folks. But next Tuesday, the Lord's willing, you do have a test. I go over it twice and you get tested. Amen. Do anybody have anything they want to say based on what I have taught on tonight that have helped you? Okay. I think. Thanks for watching Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, where miracles happen. You can join us each week on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern for church service and on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Bible study. For upcoming events, teachings, and ways to contact us and more, you can visit us on the web at www.mtdm.org. You can also give a donation by clicking the Donation tab. God bless you, and we will see you next week.